You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode where we are talking to Cher Gopman, who is the NYC wing woman. Yes, another fellow dating coach and female at that. And she has something to say about the nice guy syndrome. And it's interesting. I've been talking to various people over the years about the nice guy syndrome. And I can't remember if I've ever really talked to a female on the topic and their experience. And I like to hear about their experience. In fact, I'm going to probably get another female on in the future and talk about their experience who's not a coach. But it's nice to get it from a coach's perspective because they have a better way of explaining it and understanding it because they study this stuff and they understand this stuff to a level where they can teach it. So it's good to hear it from another female sheriff who apparently has been doing this for seven years and we just found each other. And I didn't realize she was doing this for, for this long. And I found her on Clubhouse and Instagram. And that's where I've been finding a lot of interesting people to come here on the podcast. So it's going to be great to interview her when I say that. I, I already did interview her. So it's already been done. But it's going to be great for you to hear it. And it was awesome and interesting and just always nice to get the female perspective and hear what's going on on the other side of things. If the nice guy is something that's making you just completely alone in your dating life, meaning you're always friend zoned and you're always the guy who's getting stepped on, well, honestly, I... I, do believe that this is something that can be fixed because I've helped guys fix it before. I've helped myself fix it. I'm a former nice guy. I wish I had a pendant I can show you. Like I am a former nice guy and I have solved it. There are ways to do it. There are mindset shifts and techniques to get over being the nice guy. I help clients with this all the time. I get nice guy clients who come to me all the time who need help. If you need help with this, if you want to get out of this nice guy mindset because you're getting stepped on because you're not actually being attractive to women, but instead you're repelling them. I want to help you with this, and I'm very good at it. Go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply today to work with me, and then we can fix the nice guy syndrome and just go inside of your brain and remove it. So you're being more assertive. You'll still be a nice guy, like a good person, right? You'll still be ethical, moral, like you're not going to be a jerk, but you're going to be attracting more women because we're going to take the weak elements of the nice guy syndrome out of your brain. So we help with that. You can apply today at coachedbytrip.com. That is where you and I can have a chance to actually get on the phone and talk about coaching to see if it's a good fit for you. First, fill out the application. Next, I will email you or text you. And then we go from there. So if you need help with that, you know where to go. And in the meantime, let's hear more about the nice guy syndrome with Cher. Hey, Cher, how's it going? Good to have you on the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. Thank you. Okay, so you were telling me before we started that you've heard of me before. Yes. So tell me, tell me what you were saying, because I, I heard about you from Clubhouse, and that's why I reached out, because I wanted to reach out to... I'd like to reach out to anyone who's a dating coach, and especially ones for men. So I thought it'd be cool to have a conversation with you and kind of see where it goes. But what did you hear about me from before? So when you slid into my DMs and was like, hey, we should connect and do this podcast. I was like, definitely, Trip. I have known who you are, of course, because you're, you know, you're very big on YouTube. And there's this one video that I came across that I just love of yours. And 
I'm a dating coach for men. I teach men like the woman's point of view and how we see things. But there is this one uh, YouTube video that you have that's all about texting, um, texting girl and how to get her excited about you. And I absolutely love it. And whenever one of my clients has an issue when it comes to texting, I'm like, listen, I got you. Check out Trips, uh, this YouTube video. I think it's so good. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I do know there's this line in there. And you ask her about like what kind of food she likes, and she says sushi, and you're like, yes, love sushi or something like that. But the way you go about your texting game, I think, is definitely on point and what women need and want when it comes to texting. That is amazing. Wait, so what was the which what's the title of the video? You know what I don't remember off the top of my head. I can totally send it to you after, but it is one about texting, like flirting through text messages. And I just remember okay. the line. I, I I have it. I can pull it up easily because I've literally sent it to just my pull clients it up. to watch. Just pull it up. Uh, okay. Pull let's up. see. How to text message a girl, copy and paste examples. Okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay, awesome. I don't know. It was done three years yes, ago. I know but that it's one. Literally perfect examples. And I tell my clients, I'm like, you know, instead of me going through it, I'm like, check out this guy. He knows what he's talking about too. So, <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. That's awesome. And then here we are. Now we're chatting and we're talking about nice guy. So I, I do a lot of episodes on this, but it's always good to hear it. And I, I want to hear from the female perspective because actually, I don't think I've ever done an interview about the nice guy where I'm interviewing a female on it. And it's nice that you're also a dating coach. So you know a little bit more about this than just you know an average person chatting about it. So first of all, what's your definition of a nice guy? I think a guy is going... Well, there's different definitions of a nice guy. But to me, it's someone who... There's the nice guy who is going to like, you know, just just be genuine. I think being a nice guy means being genuine to who you are and going out of, like going out of your way to do something that's kind for somebody else, caring about another person's feelings and taking that into account before making a decision for yourself. What's your definition of a nice guy? Ooh, my definition of a nice guy is a guy who prioritizes other people than himself and is acting in a false way to people in order to get them to approve of him. Mm. See, I think there's two different ways of looking at it though. So I think that you can be a nice guy without changing who you are to get approval from somebody else. And that's what I really want to strive to tell people. Like you can be a nice guy. Girls, women are Sick of like the bad boy. We go for the bad guy because they're so unapologetically themselves. But if there was a nice guy who could be genuine to who he was and he, you know, told us what he wanted and then was nice on top of that, we'll pick that guy over the bad boy any day. Well, would you? Uh, uh, there's got to be some. Okay, let me say this. Try to then describe the guy, the nice guy as specific as you can that you are attracted to. Do you know what okay. I'm saying here? So it's like, okay, you know, women are not attracted to the typical nice guy. So what's the nice guy that women are attracted to? Explain that. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I think the nice guy that women are attracted to are somebody who's a guy who's just authentic, who's unapologetically himself. And I think a lot of people need to rewire their attitude and just really be as genuine as possible while still taking other people's considerations into effect and, and caring about others and you know being kind and smiling and respecting others that's you know still being nice while still holding yourself as 
a priority. Yes. Being nice doesn't yes. mean having to like jeopardize your beliefs. And it shouldn't have to be that way. And I think a lot of nice guys get a bad rap because they end up kind of changing who they are for somebody else because they're willing to bend over backwards and do these nice things, even if it's not something they really want to do, which is why I feel like you need to just be so authentically yourself and really harness that while still being kind and putting out that really nice energy. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then what's what's the what's the bad boy doing that is attractive that then a nice guy, your typical nice guy, can embody? You know, I've co- coached thousands of clients that, and I, I really always preach them still be nice. I just really believe that girls do love the nice guy, but not just any type of nice guy. I think there are types. It's kind of like what you and I were saying. Um, when I'm saying nice, I'm literally over here right now doing quote marks because there's nice guys who are just so nice that they're willing really to do anything for us because they think that by doing anything for us, we'll, they'll, like get, um, they'll get what they want from us. So in other words, this is kind of a manipulation tactic which a lot of like, I think nice guys feel they're willing to do anything, bend over backwards, but we actually feel that as neediness coming from them or manipulation or an ulterior motive. And that's a huge turnoff, uh, which is one of the big reasons that I think nice guys do get a bad rap sometimes. They're being so nice, but we feel that something is not right because they're not being decisive in what they want and rather doing whatever we want them to do. And yeah, that that sounds nice, but we often take that as you not being able to confidently make your decisions. And we want to be you know, a girlfriend. We don't want to be a mom. So I think what attracts us to bad boys is that they don't really care what we want. <laughs> they want um, they what they want. They're like so confident in themselves and they're just so authentic and unapologetic. And frankly, that's sexy. <laughs> If we could find, though, a nice guy, like an actual nice, genuine guy who was unapologetically himself, I think that would be the sexiest turn on. And a guy who's not afraid to tell us what he wants. And if he disagrees with us and he feels we're wrong about something, yet still has a heart of gold who cares about our opinion, that guy will always, in my opinion, will always beat out the bad boy. So that's how I feel about it. Do you agree? Do you not? Yeah, no, I I do agree. I do agree with that. It's interesting too, because the saying goes, nice guys finish last. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? What do you think about that statement? I think those are the ones who are so nice that they're willing to bend over backwards. They end up being in the friend zone because they're just not being who they are. They're being this nice guy in quote mark, but they're not really being themselves or putting themselves in a different place, which ends up being last a lot of times. But I don't necessarily agree the nice guy, they shouldn't. I don't think the, I don't think a nice guy ever finishes. I don't think it even ever gets there. <laughs> I don't think he ever gets what he wants. I think there's different, there's different terms of being nice guy. If you're a nice, you can still be a nice guy, but you've got to be real. You've got to be genuine. You've got to be who you are, not willing to just be What does that mean someone. exactly? I think what does that, that mean? a lot of nice guys are trying to be somebody that they're not. They're trying to put on this nice guy attitude because they think, oh, if I give her everything she wants, she's going to like me. But that's not how his heart is feeling. That's not what he really wants to do. He needs to start listening to his heart. Yeah. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So how do you help nice guys? How do you get them to not see themselves as nice guys, but more importantly, not act like nice guys? Well, you know, I, I, I just want to stop you there. I do want them to act as, as nice. I want them to be a good human being. I only work with like nice guys, guys who will respect women, who will t- like, you know, who, who care, but I don't want them to end up friend zoned or they, a lot of these nice guys feel that they can't get the girl because they end up so often getting into that friend zone because they, like I said, are just kind of bending over backwards. So I work with my clients, you know, one-on-one, we have a whole team approach where they go through a whole eight-week program and we help them learn how to really attract and attain love while still maintaining total authenticity. Um, Okay. Okay. How do you do it though? Well, we go through a whole, a whole regimen teaching. So first it'll start with, well, we have a whole program. So helping them uncover who they really are, what they're really looking for and going through a whole program about it. Well, they meet with different coaches along the way as well. I think so many of the guys think they need to be a certain way that's make allow it going to help them get the girl. And a lot of it comes down to really being who you are. Women, if they feel like you're being someone you're not, something's going to trigger us. And we're going to be like, something doesn't feel right about guys. And we're taught our whole lives to be cautious of these types of people. Like whenever we go out when we're a little girl, like I have a daughter right now, whenever I'm near anyone, I always have her hold my hands, like be aware of your surroundings, always teaching her, be aware if something doesn't feel right. If someone seems like they're not being who they say they are, that's a red flag. And I think that it's so important to truly be that authentic self so that we no red flag comes out. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's interesting too, because even if a woman doesn't see that, they won't be attracted to him, right? Because he's a guy who's not being dominant and assertive and taking action, right? It's like women aren't attracted to that. So I always say like, yes, you can be a nice person, like a good person, and that's fine. But if you combine that with being a pushover or you know manipulative in the way where you're just trying to appease someone, that's what's not going to work. So yeah. you know, and that's kind of like the two... two ends of the spectrum like bad boy has the other end of the spectrum where he's just like uh, actually not nice to people like he's a jerk to people but that can also come off as attractive because he's being assertive and dominant but there is a middle ground that you can get where you're still a good person but you're going after what you want and not afraid of what people think of you i think it comes down to people being afraid of what others think of them it's like that's that's where it comes down to. So you're just trying to make decisions based on whether or not people will like you. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I 100% agree. People, a lot of times they're afraid. They're afraid of that rejection. You know, a lot of times they might see a gorgeous girl passing by and they want to say something to her, but they're nervous. If I say something, will she like me? Am I good enough to say something? Um, a lot of that comes down to fear of, you know, not being enough. And so, yeah, I I definitely do agree with you. And I think that comes with time, with practice and starting to put yourself out there and and being okay with rejection, okay with fear and and learning how to overcome it, that we're all people. And honestly, women, like I believe women want a nice guy. In the end of the day, they want to be married to a nice guy, right? They want to be, they want their husband to be a nice guy. They want to be approached by guys because frankly, like girls are tired of being online. Like we're tired of having to constantly try to find somebody and like go on all of these dates that end up being 
a bus. Like we do want to find that amazing guy. And if that amazing guy can get out of his head and really be who he is and approach her and start talking with her, it really does make our day. And I know this is kind of like a different tangent, I guess, in a way. Um, But I was just talking about approach and how I feel like a lot of nice guys get nervous to approach because they're, you know, they're scared of that rejection, but also they feel a lot of times like, hey, I don't want to bother her. You know, I don't want to, you know, make her feel uncomfortable. So they don't approach or they're really nice and they feel like, oh, she's probably busy. I don't want to be approached. I don't want her. I don't want her. Like she probably doesn't want to be approached. So they don't do it. And that's a mindset as well that I think is really important that they need to work on and need to change because girls want to meet their happily ever after. Like our dream, we grew up watching fairy tales. We want that amazing guy to come over and swoop us off our feet. And I feel like a lot of a lot of guys are scared to, to do that, scared to put themselves out there when in reality, we're waiting for Mr. Wright to come along um, and do that for us. It was actually funny. Uh, my daughter's birthday, not too long ago, one of my girlfriends, she's so tired of online dating. And she's like, oh, like, why are there no good guys out there? I keep finding all these guys. I'm not like, they're not good. There's nobody good out there. And why are they saying that? Why are they saying they're not good? What, what's not good? They're just, they're feeling like there's no chemistry, that these guys are just, I don't know, into themselves. They're not, they're not happy. They're not feeling this connection. A lot, like I live in New York and um, a lot of the guys are, they go with this girl and they're on to the next or so they feel, even though they're calling them still to, you know, hook up or whatever. But um, that that's how a lot of these are, girls feel. And so they, anyways, um, so I was saying, so she was like becoming very depressed online, feeling like she can't, that there's no good guy out there. They're not being great, whatever it is. Um, and she came to my daughter's birthday and she was so excited. And I was like, what is going on? Why are you smiling? She's like, share. I was on the subway and I was walking off the subway and this guy came over to me and he approached me and he was like the coolest guy. He's so nice. He got my number. We're planning to go out on a date this week. Like I'm, she was so excited. Like I've never seen her have the biggest smile on her face ever. Like she was so happy. And it's crazy. People think that girls are always approached left and right, but it's not happening as much as you think at all. And um, especially nowadays with like COVID, she was wearing a mask and he was wearing a mask, but it still worked. And she was so excited. That chemistry was just ignited right away. And now she like couldn't wait to see him on a date. So I think getting out of that fear and doing it, you just don't know what will happen until you get out and try. And you just the guys ever ask you about the Me Too movement or, you know, there's even yeah. an article that came out in the UK about women who have been harassed and uh-huh. they, one woman even said like, let's put a curfew on men so they can't be outside their houses at 6 p.m. Like, what do you think oh about us? Oh, I didn't hear that article. That's that's a little much. Um, but I think it all comes down <laughs> to being, yeah, a little much right there. Um, no, I think it comes down to just, being respectful and you know people do ask me i've had clients you know ask like what about like going in for the kiss and how do i make sure she's comfortable and you know hopefully the guys that are listening to this are are good guys and you're listening to this podcast because you care and you want to be with a woman and not disrespect them or i don't think they'd hopefully they wouldn't be listening to you trip but um you know i think that 
it is important when you do stop and talk to somebody, you treat them with respect and you start a conversation. To be totally honest, like, yes, girls, we're all online. Everybody's online nowadays, especially with COVID, because to, they want to meet somebody. But if no, every girl, I think, would rather say, oh, I met him at a park or I met him by chance than, yeah, I met him on Tinder. Like, no one wants to say that. We say it because that's what ends up happening. But we would much rather be approached, you know, in, in person and, and meet someone organically. Isn't it crazy though that guys have to ask that question? And it's, you know, that the Me Too movement, it's like I always try to explain to them, it's like that was because of sexual harassment in the workplace. That mm-hmm. wasn't because of men approaching women, right? Right. Totally. It's just, yeah. it's just wild. What else yeah. do you help guys with? I help them understand what women are looking for. So many guys think they have to be tall, rich, good looking to get the girl. And of course, you know, obviously that stuff doesn't hurt and can by all means get a girl attracted to you, but it's not going to keep her attracted to you. So I always say, you know, being tall, good looking, rich may get her to look at you, but it's not going to get her to want to go home with you or want to date you. And the second that you open your mouth, you know, has the ability to change everything, whether it's good or bad. So helping them understand that how you make us feel, the emotions that we feel when we're with you sets the tone for the rest of of the date, the rest of how we're going to be with you. So a lot of people think that I'm just being nice when I say that. Um, They think that you have to like that they were a little taller or stronger that they'd get the girl. But this is such a wrong mindset. And I want guys to really understand that from a woman's point of view, even. Um, I know so many women, me included, that have dated guys the same height as us or shorter, with hair, without hair, rich, poor, model men, overweight guys, all of that. Um, And there are plenty of just you know, average Joe men dating just phenomenal women models, you know, at that. But, um, and I'm sure all the people listening have seen that before, but the totally average guy walking down the street with a gorgeous girl, um, that could be any of you. It's all about how you make us feel. And so I've had this client recently I was working with and he came to me. He was spending three hours a day in the gym to get so buff and he was very good looking. Um, he had, he's really strong. He literally spent three to four hours in the gym. He spent thousands of dollars on personal training to get the best fitness coaches and all of that just so he could get a girl. But he forgot, he didn't change his mindset and he was not able to do that at all. So we worked with him to get him understanding, you know, what women are looking for, how to how to speak to women, get her excited about you, um, and all of that. So I think that is a myth that a lot of people tell themselves, kind of as a cop out. Which is the uh, myth? It's not true. That you have to be taller, or stronger, or buffer, and it's not about how you look or how much money that you make. And I feel like I tell my clients all of the time that it's really, it's all about how you make her feel and that emotion that she feels when she's with you. Right. I say that as well. I say that I've been talking a little bit more about how you do want to have, you know, you still need to have a good job and you still, mm-hmm. you know, want to look your best. So all that stuff matters. But what's totally. really, if not as important or more is how you make them feel. But yeah. how do you describe that in terms of like, how do you teach guys how to make a woman feel a certain way so that the woman's not caring about their looks or money? A lot of that comes down to being how you um, how you market yourself to her as well. So as so basically, if you 
have a, so for example, if somebody has like the newest iPhone, right? Everyone wants that newest iPhone. This is just what I can think of at the top of my head right now. But if you have like, everyone wants that newest iPhone, but anyone could have the Nokia. We're not going to want that, you know, random average Nokia. We're going to want that iPhone, the thing that everybody wants, that makes us feel good when we have it. It has the newest camera. It has the newest technology. We're going to feel good using it. It's kind of like with people, we want to feel good when we're with you. We want to feel that you're you bring value to our relationship. You bring value into our life. You make us excited when you're with, when we're with you. And when we're not with you, we're thinking about being with you um, because you add value. How else do you teach guys to add value? I think by making them laugh, by bringing more to that relationship, by making them excited. So we want to feel something. And a lot of times I was talking about before, why are so many of my friends feeling like, oh, there's no good guys out there. And I think a lot of them, which I was talking to all these girls, I have so many, like I was a professional cheerleader. I was, I, I have gorgeous friends. They're beautiful, but they're single. And I'm like, why are you single? <laughs> like you shouldn't be single. You're gorgeous. And they're keep telling me over and over again, there's no good guys. Well, and I'm asking them, why do you feel like there's no good guys out there? Like, I don't understand. And they're telling me on these, these dates that it feels like an interview. It feels like they're going on a date. They're not having fun. They feel like they left work to go to another job meeting because this guy is sitting across from them and just telling them, listing off all the great things he does. And on paper, he would sound great. But in person, he's boring. He's not fun to be around. And he just seems to care about himself. Or there's the opposite guy where he's making the girl talk the whole time. And yes, a lot of, you know, we like to talk, but we want to feel that you're a chase as well, that you bring value, you're interesting, you're exciting. So I feel like having that, um, that balance is, is really important. Totally. Totally. Yeah. How do you get guys to practice that? So I have a whole a whole method that they'll go through, a whole coaching program. And afterwards, we do give homeworks, flirting exercises. We have um, how to like knock out of the friend zone, how to the art of you know seduction, different exercises that they'll go through, how to be able just to talk and what questions to ask. We have them practice like what kind of questions you're going to ask and how to go to the next while still being genuine and being able to really be there and and be authentic. So it, it is a fine balance because you don't want to give them the questions because if they're just saying questions, right, they're not going to, the girl's going to feel like, oh, this guy didn't, um, he, he's practicing a line. So we don't want to feel like that, but we want to feel like you're interested, you're engaged, you want to learn more about us and authentically. We don't want to feel, we never want to feel like you just want to get in our pants. Even if that is your motive, we don't want to know it. We don't want to feel it. Um, at least most women don't want to feel like you're just here for that. And so many guys come off, feel like that's, this is what all my friends are telling me. That so many of the guys are coming off and like they know they're literally just looking for a hookup. And that is a huge turnoff. Have you had clients that have, just from your experience, I'm curious, you had clients that have had that dilemma? Um, I don't think so because the clients that I work with aren't even getting to that point. Right. That's same here. That's what I was wondering. You know, it's like they're being friend zoned. Mm -hmm. So they have the opposite problem. I would call that a good problem if if, you know, a guy came to me and said, Yeah, all these women are saying like, oh, they just feel like I'm just wanting to hook up. It's like, well, that's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's something that's so easy. It's harder to get to the point where you're getting a guy to even push himself to let the woman know that he's interested. 
A lot of guys are afraid to show that they're interested, yes. try to do it in a subtle way or only wait to do it until the, he knows for sure the woman likes him so he can escape rejection. Totally, totally. You're playing it safe. And playing it safe, the yeah. The problem with that is that a woman wants to feel that you're into her because if she feels that you're seeing her as a friend, then she actually ends up building this wall against you because she doesn't want to be rejected. So she ends up kind of friend zoning you. And then you get stuck in like this dreaded friend zone and no guy wants to be in that. And most of the time they, they do it to themselves just by playing it safe. You know, exactly. we feel it though, like on a date, if a guy doesn't feel like he's giving us anything, it's really true. Like if you don't show us at all that you're into us, I know there's a fine line. We don't want to feel like you're needy because if you come up as needy, that's a turn off, right? But we also don't want to feel like you don't really care and you're not into us. If you're not into us, then we automatically like tune you out as and we write you off. So you got to give us you got to give us something. 100% agree. You got to give him something or else it's kind of like, okay, I had this like hangout with a guy, but yeah. it wasn't anything. It was just a hangout there. I didn't feel anything. I felt like I was just hanging out with a friend and that's all it was. And boom, now you're in the friend zone, right? Totally, so. totally. And it's interesting, like, just I try as hard as I can always with my clients will ask me a question and I try to put myself in the woman's shoes. And I also, like, I have been there when I was dating and like that I would be going on a date with a guy and I just didn't feel the chemistry or the connection because I, he like wasn't showing me that he was into me and he was doing nice things. He paid for my dinner. I paid for my drinks and taking me out, but he wasn't showing me anyway. So I was curious for you with, with your clients, is there a way that you usually um, tell them to show it? Well, yeah. I mean, the way that I tell them to show it is just to make it simple. Go for a kiss at the end of the date and continue to ask them out and that will show. That will, that will be it. That will the show. The problem is, yes and no, from my perspective, uh, if, if he's not showing he's into me at all and then at the end of the date, he just goes in for a kiss, I'm going to be like, whoa there, buddy. Like, where did that come from? So well, yeah, there should be a little be a bit of flirting for there has sure. To be flirting, but there also has to be like kind of a little bit of a sexual lead up, like a touch on the shoulder, a touch on the leg. There's got to be something. See, I, I think that you don't need to do that. I think it helps if you know how to do it mm -hmm. and do it properly. But I think if you just do enough flirting and create enough tension with your words, then yeah. she'll be interested enough. For sure. If you're giving me good flirty banter, I love a good flirty banter and you're making me excited about you and that way I'm going to be dreaming of the second you kiss me. But what there's the, got to be enough flirty banter. Not enough What's your favorite flirty banter? Oh, my favorite flirty banter. That's such a great question. I love just being able to really get excited talking about something that he's passionate about and something that I'm passionate about and being able to be able to see a future kind of when he can kind of like almost jokingly talk about the future. So like talk about like if you were my girlfriend, blah, like and then take it back kind of. It's almost like a backhanded like, ooh, but it makes me think for a minute. I stop and think, ooh, if I was his girlfriend. If we did talk about the future, if we were to do this together, it makes me all of a sudden imagine something with him that I might not have imagined before. Right, right. Cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah I have something called the uh, boyfriend-girlfriend role play. And I, I teach guys this 
not on a date. It's when they're going to meet a woman. And if you're talking to her and you you found yourself, you've built rapport and you're maybe like 10 minutes into the conversation, you can say, you know, something along the lines like, um, you know what? This is just never going to work. I just think we have to break up. Like I, this has been a fun conversation, <laughs> exactly. but I can't believe you like country music. Like this is never going to work. Like I'm sorry. I just, we're 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 going to have to split up our things, and you kind of just go down the line. It's funny, and you're, <laughs> you're it's flirty because you're saying like, oh okay, so you're treating me not like a friend, right? That that's kind of like what you're sub communicating uh, with something like that. Trev, I love that. I. I actually have told my clients similar things. Like, for example, if they're talking about like, you know, hip hop music, just like you said, if you're talking about country music and they're like, listen, oh, you don't like country music? Like what? This is never going to work. Like pretend to walk away and then come back because the girl is going to be like, wait, no, like, like I'll give it a shot. Like, don't, like, no. And then she's laughing and she's having a good time. That's so much fun. I'm all about making dates super fun because we spend all day at work. You know, if you're, if you're old enough to go to work, like you're spending most of your day at work and or school or whatever it is, you're exhausted by the end of the day. And the time you're going on a date, usually it's for drinks. We want to have fun. We don't want to feel like it's another meeting or something like that. So make it fun. Make it exciting. Make her laugh. The worst date is when a girl walks away and doesn't laugh once. I think that's the worst date. I agree. They got to have some sort of laugh <laughs> or some sort of smile. And, you know, um, you were talking a second ago about like about kiss. You were just talking about, about being able to flirt a lot to kiss. And you were saying how you don't necessarily need to touch. And another way to kind of at least move closer to the person, I think, if you're on a date and say, find excuses to kind of move closer is another fun way to kind of build that natural escalation on the date. So I'll teach my clients to kind of come up with the way. So for an example, one way could be, showing a picture of your adorable dog on your phone. So you can pull out your phone like, oh, here, like, let me show you. They're talking about your dog. I love my dog so much. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, let me show you. You pull out your phone and then you go and kind of move and sit your seat next to her and show her your phone. And now you guys are in a different position, um, making the date a different dynamic and kind of escalating naturally. Cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. This has been some good info. Share, where can guys find you if they're interested more about what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. You can go to nycwingwoman.com and you can get some free guides. We have a free webinar coming out and just stay connected. It's so much fun. I love giving guys the woman's take on dating and what we're thinking and feeling. And so I'd love to stay connected with all of you. So head over to nycwingwoman.com. You can follow me on Instagram at nycwingwoman. And I'm excited to stay connected with all of you. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes. Share. Thanks so much for coming on. Sharing some of your wisdom. <laughs> it was very cool to have you. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you.